0: I'm Jerry East, and this is my podcast, The COVID-19 Lockdown Account. My mission is to interview 100 everyday people so they can share their story. we we'll document their ups, their downs, and the challenges they face every day. These are historical times, and I hope you enjoy. Stay safe. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. So today, I've got Vinny with me. Uh, Vinny's living out in Mumbai right now she's an executive coach and an entrepreneur and she's living in solo isolation right now so Vinny how are we? Um, I'm doing all all right right.
1: other than my sleep patterns fairly okay
0: okay okay cool and what what's the I mean you know we're over here in the UK right now I've interviewed someone over in Canada and I've got some people from different areas of the world but what's it like out there at the moment?
1: Uh, I think almost the same, of course, there's a lot of doom and gloom, a lot of confusion, a lot of uncertainty. Uh, So, of course, we're all battling it. I think one consolation is that we're all in this together. So there's got to be something that comes out, everyone's thinking of what next. Uh, But uh, it's been pretty structured here so far, Uh, you know, given that we are a really, really densely populated city in Mumbai, a country actually. And then, oh, you know, the whole country is in lockdown. But Mumbai, the cases are rising. However, uh, given, given how densely populated it is, I think they're doing a decent job. So I just don't know where it's going to head in the next one month because we haven't really dived into that phase yet. So now there is uncertainty. I think people are also getting a little irritable now because the lockdown has been extended for the third time. Mm. Uh, and uh, for me, it's all right. Honestly, I joke about it with my friends because I've been really, really busy with... Uh, with this online program that I'm setting up and that has kept me pretty reclusive all of last year. And I work out of home. My office is pretty much in my own house. So nothing much has changed for me except that I have to do my own cleaning and sweeping, mopping, cooking, which seems very normal to everyone in the West, but it is a big deal (laughs) for us here. So that's the, I think that's the only change other than that, the whole world especially in India, they're experiencing the life I normally experience, which is just pulled up at home and working.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's, I mean, that's that's great for you. And I suppose it's kind of forcing you to do the jobs at hand that you, you need to do when it comes to your online business, right?
1: Yes, yes. Because there is so much to do with it. Like I'm more a content person, you know, where I come into place in helping people get to a better place than where they already are. And uh, now when you're setting up something online, it doesn't just deal with content. That's really like one part of it. But it deals with production, it deals with tech, it deals with marketing, social media. So I'm learning Many new industries altogether, and I don't have an escape. So while I was procrastinating on all of those things, many of those things, um, I think this lockdown has allowed me to catch up. Otherwise, I kept thinking that why do I need to learn all this? I'm wasting time. I should focus on what I, what I know best. But I think as an entrepreneur, you got to know everything. You got to be doing everything. So there was no escape, and I, this lockdown came in at a time I shouldn't really uh, make an opportunistic uh, remark but well in all fairness all challenges come up come with opportunities so for me it came at a time when I could have done with a little bit of leeway a little bit of time out to just think and to match pace with all the other areas that I needed to learn yeah yeah I've been very busy and of course the housework that does take a lot of time
0: I can relate. I can definitely relate. In fact, um, I feel like I'm busier now than I was when I was running the facilities, which is which is crazy, right? But uh, I feel like it's kind of snowballed and, and there's so much opportunity to do stuff right now. And there's a lot of reassurance that, um, that people are looking for. It does help when someone is kind of steering the ship, as it were. So, you guys have been in... Uh, when did you guys go into lockdown?
1: On 25th uh-huh. of March
0: so that's pretty much the same as us over here so we're expecting to hear similar stuff from our uh, prime minister um, this weekend so those of you that are listening in the future this is week uh, this is week seven I believe or coming to the close of week seven uh, so we're waiting: how does,
1: it, how does it work for you guys like what if you do go out do you get asked do you get stopped or I mean what's the what's what yeah, is it, it depends. Distance?
0: If, if you're in an area where there's no reason to be, uh, then yeah, that's that's what will happen. The authorities will kind of question where you're going. Um, if you're quite obviously going to the shops or something, like I can quite easily walk to the shops and back, and there's no problems. Um, and I, we can go walking in the countryside, and there's no problems really with that either. Um, but again, we—I I live in in a in bit of a smaller village kind of scenario a place called thundersley which is um outside of london by about 40 miles so it's not very densely populated you know you could probably go for a walk in the morning and not see anybody so it's, it's not too much of a problem and you can easily socially distance which i can imagine is the exact opposite of your situation
1: Oh, not, <laughs> now, not now. On a normal day, yes, there is no social distancing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, nowadays, you, you. I mean, people are not, and people are complying with this lockdown, mm-hmm. while they are really uh, frustrated now because how long can one sit at home? But uh, they are complying. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's heartening to see that when it it does come to it, people will comply, and mm-hmm. they are understanding that this is the requirement. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, but I don't really go down. I, I do walk, like I live in this really quaint lane on, on my road, which is like, so I live in a busy suburb. It's called Juhu in Mumbai, but it has this very quaint, cute, pretty tiny lane, which is unlike Mumbai. And then my, my, uh, my apartment is right inside. So, that that stretch is a stretch where we can walk because there are very few people that come there and that's all right but again if you're within your own uh, constituency and not too far away from where you live uh, so you could be going to get essentials if you go beyond then there are check posts and they do question you as to what you need to travel for so you need a special essential services pass for that so oh really
0: definitely. okay yeah we, we don't well, there's nothing I'm aware of like that for us. I think we need... Yeah, I haven't been stopped or known of anyone to be stopped for much. There's obviously videos on Facebook and social media of, of people being asked what they're up to. But apart from that, I have no... I don't know anyone that's had anything like that. Even though they do kind of say that is in place, I don't really believe that it is right now. Um, but yeah, I think that the main thing at the moment is that No one really knows what's going on, (laughs) which is crazy, right?
1: There's limited communication and I really don't know if it's because everyone's trying to figure out what's going on. Or uh, is that just an area of development or improvement that all the forces that we need to work on? But I think our our cops here, at least in Bombay, the Mumbai police, are doing an amazing job from whatever I've noticed and whatever I've seen, yeah. Mm. So that's
0: good. That's great, that's great. And what are you doing to keep yourself motivated? What are you doing to keep keep yourself going, I suppose?
1: So I think I have been so reclusive the last year, year and a half, and immersed in work where, you know, after a point, even your friends tend to leave you be. Like, okay, whenever she's ready, she'll come around. So, uh, funnily, I've just had a switch in the last two, three weeks. Before that, I was busy trying to just get work together. Very, very happy about the fact that I had this time out without clients asking for proposals or tempting me with, uh, you know, some or the other uh, project, which, you know, for an entrepreneur, the moment you see liquidity, you tend to get derailed if you're mm-hmm. putting together a project. So I think none of that was happening, but the last couple of weeks, I, and there's a certain, um, it's, it's allowed me, I took some time out. And I think that timeout was really needed for me, which i didn 't i haven 't done it in almost a year uh, It was exactly a year ago in fact, when I was in London but oh, wow. since then i've taken a break yeah and uh, so this 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 period allowed me that and now i 'm reaching out to all the people that I have just been missing out of the blue, like people who who were my colleagues from my first job, my second job, which was at Singapore airlines and all of us girls are in different parts of the world. My batchmates and then the colleagues I hung out with. And it's so beautiful that I think everyone's just waiting for that one call or that one nudge and everyone's been thinking about each other and they haven't done it. And there's so much positivity that it's, it's made me think back. You know, a lot of times we are constantly in this rut and we end up staying in touch with the people that we see around us or we look around us and they may not necessarily always be um, the food for soul. You know, (laughs) you still want to reach out to the ones you're missing. And Mm. that, that trip, if you take that trip to just reach out to them and talk to them, that's nostalgia that gets you back in high spirits. You feel happy. And I don't know, so I've really come to that realization that sometimes it's, you really, I think this is that time when we are all recognizing that we have so much good, to contend with around us that we can sort of shed off whatever is not contributing value. I mean, that we Mm. were just holding on to because it was mundane. It was was, uh, a habit. It was a rut. And it was just there. It was clutter. So I'm sure a lot of us are in our own ways going through this decluttering and uh, replenishing of energies and spirits and people in our lives. So, yeah.
0: 100% you said as well that i mean i can i can you know very much relate to rekindling old friendship relationships as well i think people are being more understanding that you know people have had a life and that that got in the way of friendship as opposed to people being lazy that's not, never really the case and people know that about me and they clearly know that about you that okay yeah sometimes we're not going to be in touch as much as often because we're on a bit of a mission if you like but my friends definitely, and it sounds like your friends are definitely very understanding when we do make that call, when we do make that effort, just to say sorry, guys. You know, I've been a bit busy. Uh, they're always very happy to pick up the phone and have a chat and, and have a catch up, which uh, sounds lovely. Now, you mentioned that um, you worked with um, one of your first jobs was working with Singapore Airlines. Is that right?
1: The first with
0: Oh, okay, okay. So you know a few people in the in that industry. Are the people that you spoke to? Still working in the uh, in the, with the airlines?
1: Oh, uh, yes, yeah, a couple of my friends do, but not with the same airlines that we met on. Like, now they were different. in fact one of my friends uh, who lives in Delhi, very, very dear friend of mine that I recently connected with after yours. And like you said, it's not because you're lazy, it's because each one goes in their own life or uh, in a direction, right? Whether it's a family way, career, uh, you, you end up making newer friends because that's that's what's current so she flies at british airways now oh, she well. doesn't know what's gonna happen but she's yeah. been flying at british airways for a long time almost 15 odd 15 years yeah
0: and is she on a like is she on a a break a holiday or is she like on a furlough scheme is, is she getting paid you
1: know i I really haven't asked her that. I just know that she was not sure now what. She says, so far we have the job, but we don't know what's next. Wow. So I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because I did read about British Airways also having to let people go and a huge mm. number. So Dude. I think businesses across are having to make that call of which is also a realistic call if if it's not something you can afford. Uh, I think in the end, you have to look at what you have and taking care of those resources also, which which support your business objective for at least the next one, one to two years. until. And I don't see aviation coming back for a while. It's going to be a luxury for the next one to two years at least.
0: Mm. I think it's going to be a while since, yeah, like budget airlines. Yeah. I think they're going to struggle because... Mm there's gonna probably even be an element of extra taxation because of the um because of the troubling times that have happened. I think there might even be an extra taxation to aviation, which to be honest, probably should have happened anyway because people are flying everywhere nowadays and for not not real massive reasons, you know, it's just constant holiday, holiday, holiday. Um and I, th- I think that probably the people have been taking that for granted a bit. Um which isn't that great for you because you've obviously got family over in the UK as well, haven't you?
1: Yes, but we are literally in touch like once or twice a day. We are very close. So we do end up talking often. We are completely connected. Not like so My sister lives in London and I have another one in Bombay and our parents. And I think almost each one of us knows what's going on on a day-to-day basis in our lives. So yes, I think the new normal is going to be that we need to contend with social, uh, with physical distancing. But there is a chance it might bring a lot of people closer if they made that effort. And, you know, when you have to make that effort to get online with somebody, you will do it with people that you really want to be online with, not just because it's a social thing to do. So uh, I guess just a few close people and otherwise it's physical distancing. And yesterday I received such a cute image. Uh, I think it was some, I don't know if it was a tweet, Uh, it was a forward so I can't verify it. But it was a tweet by Eric Schmidt who said that uh, it's really wild how we all used to happily pounce on the cake on which one, you know, the birthday person would blow the candle and now someone had to blow on the food you're about to eat, you're going to run miles away. So uh, I think there's a lot of new normal and we'll just have to contend with it. Of course, I love seeing my family because obviously when I have a sister, then it's her kids. But uh, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm really hoping it will relax at least by next year. And either way, we'll make that, uh, we'll, we'll make that trip happen.
0: Well, like we say, there's always opportunity to be made and there's, there's always some angle for someone to bring, you know, uh, more value uh, through these times because I think people are going to be looking for, for something different uh, because it is so monotonous, isn't it? They're just changing up life. Um, but and it's again, scary
1: a lot of businesses are a washout because they are personal. It's not like you and I talking to each other over a Zoom call and, you know, we're yeah. fine with a lot of businesses need to be physically uh, present, and so many. Whether it's whether it's hospitality, whether it's uh, uh, entertain not entertainment but events industries. There's such a washout in so many industries, at least for this year. That uh, I think there is. Uh, people are, uh, of course, worried and scared, but I also feel we know that now. We've lived this for many weeks, so we can't think it every moment of our life. So best thing to do is to assume that, well, work will restart and we are on a mandatory break, which will force us to rethink, to, to evaluate if there are opportunities in this challenge, rethink how we want to, you know, uh, adapt our businesses for either the short term or the long term, I think we—I think this is now time to start thinking of what shall I do now on a day-to-day basis. Because life will open up; nothing is going to last forever. And then suddenly, when you see that end of the tunnel, you don't want to be lost or you know completely flummoxed as to oh, what am I going to do now? Like I was only busy brooding over how bad the times are. So I've had a lot of conversations recently with people one-on-one coaching conversations and everyone's I think uh, some of them uh, were positive that okay we need to start thinking but I think this whole indulgence of constantly getting stressed about how bad things are it's there it's established and nobody in the world at this point can challenge it so it is it is we're all on the same page and now I think we just need to live like unless you were literally living for a transactional amount coming in every month In the end, that's where your purpose comes in, right? You want to enjoy what you're doing. So this is the time to really enjoy that part that you're doing and do it like everything is, like things are going to open up. Do it the way you would lead. lead. You can't forget your life in in this period. You have to still continue to live. And I think you should brace for any opportunity that may come or uh, or, or a worse tragedy. So you should really brace yourself for it because right now we're still in the reactive stage I don't know. Um, I think we're going to start seeing the repercussions after another couple of months. Like That's when it's going to uh, uh, start impacting because I think businesses have been generous right now. Um, uh, people have been generous, kind, but when when everything opens up, okay, when the markets open up, uh, it's going to be a matter of survival. And then people will have to take and businesses will have to take realistic calls, like yeah. hard calls, and at that time you should be geared to see what you have added in your kitty that might help you navigate that, that situation. And I don't know if you're doing it right, but at least that's helping me stress, not stress as much as I would if I wasn't keeping myself busy with, with doing work the way I would do anyway.
0: Yeah. I think, um, so a lot of like the budget industries are going to suffer from this because people are so used to having things such as, a small amount of money. Uh, definitely in the UK, they've either got to bring their prices up to match the non-budget, and then the non-budget have got to bring their prices up even higher to keep but uh, to keep profits going. That is going to be unrealistic for people to uh, to cater for, or the top guys are going to have to deal with less project, uh, less less pro- profits, Absolutely. and then budget will just become non-budget. So there'll just be like a uniform price for more or less everything moving forward. Um, because realistically, people cannot keep pumping stuff out at the prices they have been um, because of the backlash of being shut for so long and, um, and also the limiting of, of, of people being allowed to use their services, especially in service industries like fitness, coaching, and stuff like that, where it requires large groups of people in the same place, mm, which is, you know, that, that is a worry. Um, and I think, you know, there's, there's ways where obviously the online aspect can really ease that, massively ease that um, almost making like hybrid programs where you can interlink the the face-to-face with the, the online um, where you get a bit of both. Uh, that's probably the only way that certain industries are going to be able to work moving forwards uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a very troubling time and economically I think we you are right, I think we're in for a very turbulent time.
1: I guess and I just... I personally think the businesses, people just need to stay afloat. I think if you thrive in this period, great. That's amazing. But uh, I don't think anyone should beat themselves up over not doing fabulously well, at least for the next one, one and a half years. It's okay if you're just surviving and uh, that means you're doing great. (laughs) I think that's fine. That's, That's at least how I see it. I think the businesses need to survive and they should, uh, and people are understanding. I think everyone's recognizing that there is only so much even an organization can do towards like a corporate could do or people can do. And uh, maybe the other thing that will happen is the quality of workforce. I think people will all, uh, I personally feel that uh, at least in india and i don't uh, you know i can't speak for of course i have by the way also worked for virgin atlantic so i've worked for another british company too but um, i feel that uh, sometimes the quality of workforce needs to spruce up like people really need to take their work a lot more diligently seriously so i think this year is going to be the year for people who are delivering quality and efficiency not just not just showing up but giving outcomes and i think this is a good time for everyone to take stock and do that it's um and why not i think it feels much better to to at least strive towards doing something good and adding value than just being like some piece of furniture in a company yeah
0: (laughs) well I, i know definitely from my own workforce that they they honestly cannot wait just to get back to work they miss everything about it they've kind of realized what they had and i think yeah. for the people going back to work because not everyone's going to be going back to work this is the scary thing they will appreciate being able to go back to work because they're going to watch their friends not go to work which is which is scary
1: yeah, you nailed it i personally think that's what it is i think people are a lot of people who probably had forgotten that even work is you know you need to have that balance right you need to Shuttle between work life and then your personal life and then maybe your own uh, social life and uh, everyone who thought work was work and not positive is now starting to see how work ha- actually helps you remain sane, right? You need you need you need every every oh, area of life and mm. I think yeah all of us are realizing that right. You just you you are looking forward to finally. Uh, having those challenging days and just going out there and working and seeing people and I just really though I feel that I would not want to still keep other than what's really factual I don't want to indulge into the whole discussion of how miserable we are going to be because we are that's a given and I think it just takes you down because sometimes I doubt I'm like why am I not feeling this stressed yet and a couple of people said you know what maybe you've not realized how bad the situation is and I said, no, I I realize how bad it is, but also I always ask myself, can I do anything about that situation at the moment? And mm. if I can't do anything about that situation, then I should uh, not worry about. It. I mean, if I can do, it, then I should do something about it. And if I can't do something about it, then then I I can only feel this guilty or this worried, and then I should just move on to parallel grounds and do something else.
0: Yes, it's in fact this way of thinking has come up a few times throughout these conversations i've had with people the kind of stoic philosophies and the fact that deal with what's in front of you and and only the things that you have control over because the other stuff's just going to make you entirely miserable um which is you know hitting the nail on the head right now hitting the nail on the head and it's a philosophy that i am i'm trying to get more and more behind uh, because i do dwell i do i do have that kind of um, washing machine of thoughts going through of what's coming next and how can I how can I adapt now so I'm ready for then but we don't know what then's going to look like so it's crazy.
1: Well, you know what's also happening is uh, somewhere it's becoming like a productivity contest also in people. Like suddenly, like I see so many people cooking so well, putting things out there. So many people making amazing videos. So many people having great lives. And so I think people are trying to dish out positivity online. Because, you know, you're doing good. And then, of course, the human mind thinks, hey, is is it just me that is suffering and everyone's got this... Perfectly ideal life where they're able to cook, clean, make these amazing, bake these cakes and exotic dishes, and uh, you know, uh, like they're able to do all that work and they are working out of this, out of home, and they are being able to record all these Instagram videos. I think at one point I just, you know, I started noticing this, and to me also it impacted. I said, you know what, it's fine. I don't need to be doing things. There is, on a normal day, I wouldn't be doing so much, and I don't want to, uh, I want to see the positive that everyone's really doing in their own way trying to dish out positivity mm. to, to keep people entertained and show that happy face. The flip side is maybe sometimes people may think that is the only real life and then feel, oh my God, am I the only one who's in this hole right now? And so I think that's the flip side of trying to see it positively. But uh, I think if you just looked inwards and focused on ourselves this is that time like the one time and there's social distancing so let's take it literally also and just focus on ourselves it might be less stressful god yeah
0: yeah i think yeah look after your own home i think i, I like that take home that's 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 a fantastic piece of information that, um to be honest i think needs to be shared a lot more you know don't look at other people don't compare yourself to other people only focus on the things that, um, that you can control. And it's going to do the world of good for mental health, uh, which, you know, is lucky. You know, thank God people are starting to take it more seriously now when it comes to mental health, especially over in the UK. Um, and there's a lot more people doing stuff for it. So, I mean, over there, you, you said that you've got your family quite close by. How are they holding up?
1: Well, they are fine. Luckily, even the apartment where they live, they've got, uh, I mean, they've lived there for all of, for many, many years. So everyone's pretty comfortable with each other and the building is under proper quarantine. So uh, all the systems are in place. No outsiders can really just go in and, you know, there's everything, the sanity uh, you know, sanitizing hands. And even if there are deliveries, they leave them down for a while before the residents can come pick it up. So I'm happy that they are pretty organized and again because it's it's a place where many of them have lived for many many years everyone's really looking out for each other and uh, every, you know that, that that which we have we have the luxury of that in india but that you know we know our neighbors and we yeah. know them well you know so that's that's a good thing and i love that about the indian culture where right now i'm not worried because i know that there is a whole village out there with them you know wherever they're living you know, whether it's the security personnel, the neighbors, neighbors, children, everyone's there for each other. So I'm not very worried. And uh, then we do talk. We talk once a day at least to see how we, I think it's more like they talk to see how I'm doing. But also indirectly, I get to know how they are doing. <laughs> I think they're more worried for me because they find me pretty useless with uh, making my own food or doing any of that. So, uh, but I'm trying and uh, I call my sister in London, I call my mom and I'll ask them for the simplest of recipes. Okay, just take me through it and uh, then I'll make it because I'm, I don't claim to like cooking at all. When I cook, it's good, but I really need a refresher course yeah. and no, I don't enjoy it. It's not something which is, which is calming for me at all. I, I cook so I can eat. That's and it. That's it. Not, yeah. There's no passion, meditation, none of that happens.
0: Oh, no, I, I, I love cooking. I, I really enjoy it. So, um, but I, yeah, I get it. I, I know a lot of people that, that just can't, you know, it's a necessity and that's it, which, which I totally get. And, uh, yeah, I can imagine it. Can. <laughs> yeah, if you're not used to doing it and you've always got someone else that can help, yeah, it's probably quite troubling right now, um, which I know for a lot of people in, in self-isolation, you know, they do, they, they go out to eat or they, 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 they get stuff in or they have someone that helps. And um, at the moment, everyone is kind of just, Self isolation relying on themselves, right?
1: Yes, but I must share one accomplishment of mine, and I'm very proud of it.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. in
1: the beginning, when I started sweeping and mopping and dusting, and you know, whatever all of those things, it took me a good two and a half hours. What? And it's not like I have a huge place, I've got a small, queen or two, two bedroom hall kitchen, so it's not that huge, but it took me two and a half hours to finish up all this, however. After about a month, I could finish all of that within 45 minutes. And I think I'm doing better right. and bit <laughs> So
0: minutes.
1: that's my accomplishment. <laughs> and I think the same goes with cooking. I'm kind of cutting down on that time. Otherwise, it was like a full day job. Yeah. <laughs> the whole day. Instead of work, I'm just doing sweeping and mopping and dusting and water and uh, you know cleaning. We don't have dishwashers that like… In most of our households here, so you have to do the dishes and your laundry, and that's it. The day's over; you can't wow. do anything
0: else. Yeah, so. yeah. no we do. We do have a few more, uh, a few more luxuries here, like dishwashers and, and stuff like that. So yeah, it does take a little bit less time. And well, we're learning everything. I think it just shows that everybody's learning little things that some other people probably take for granted all the time as well, which is which is crazy. And I know that we. Uh, we're having to learn here you know I've got to try and occupy the kids and trying to be a teacher which I'm not a teacher um so there, there's all silly little things here that are just mind-blowing um and but to other you're people to teach
1: what's that so you're learning to teach and keeping the kids uh attentive
0: yeah. yeah which I'm terrible at I'm useless so uh they're not getting much of an education from me um yeah they're not getting any education from me really but you know, we're getting there. We're slowly getting there. We're, we're doing our best, to say the least. So we're going to come down into a bit of a wind down now. Um, I always ask a few questions just to finish off and stuff. And, you know, it's been fantastic up till now anyway. But um, And I've probably got enough to do about seven sound bites from this conversation. But if we were to go back in time to say, if I said, right, Vinny, right back at the, at the beginning of this, seven weeks ago, if you could go back to yourself, and you could say oh, Vinny, you know you're going to need to do this or you're going to need to learn to do this or you you know you're going to have to adapt to this what kind of information or what kind of advice would you give yourself uh right when this started if you could
1: uh, one to uh, actually take cognizance of what's going on and not be in denial second i don't think i would over intellectualize Anything until I really had all the wherewithal to think about it. Because uh, like I want to be intelligent enough to make those intelligent comments. I can talk about feelings, but I really don't want to intellectualize what's the right and the wrong. But the reality is that this virus has taken over. So yeah. I think what I would tell myself is accept it. Uh, trust the people currently who are in charge of taking you or seeing you through it. And uh, also, that nothing lasts forever, so everything is transient, so figure out what can how can you utilize this this transient phase for maybe, and which is what I really did, catching up on everything that you're procrastinating. It's like to me, I think uh, while it's tragic, we have earned a twenty fifth hour, so you know, we always complain about it, and we have got it so. Let's relish it while we have it because nothing is going to last. There could be a duration that could be long or short, but it, we will come out of it. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I think I would just trust time. I would trust, I, would, uh, I would trust the reality and I would see how I can keep myself sane, happy and uh, just do everything that's keeping you sane and happy. Don't run away from living life by just thinking and overthinking and sometimes we don't need to intellectualize it to that extent which is harmful for us
0: Mm -hmm. well you know what i think i don't need to ask any more questions after that that was a fantastic answer and i can definitely resonate with the fact that the denial aspect of it and and trying to overly um intellectualize the the whole situation that's going on right now and trying to make it odds of it all whereas there, there is no answer right now, and we just need to accept what we've got and then just wait for the powers that be to, to allow us to do stuff. Um, and you know what? That's a fantastic way to close up. So, Vinny, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'm going to have a little You're chat with you. i a quick chat with the people that are listening right now or viewing. So, guys, if you have enjoyed the session today, first of all, thank you for listening and thank you for watching. But please do use your social media for what it is good for and share this amongst your friends and show people what people are doing all the way around the world right now during lockdown. Also, if you have enjoyed it, please also keep it clean. Just comment in the comments bar below and we can always get back to you with any information that you might want about the podcast. But more importantly, we can just have a chat and see what's going on with you. Also, if you do have a voice and you'd like to be featured on the podcast, please do get in contact via ABC Jim on Facebook or comment below and either myself or one of my team will be in touch. But Vinny, thank you so much for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure, and I look forward to having another catch-up with you soon. Thank you. Thank you for
1: having me. And stay healthy.
0: Thanks again.